Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Power Your Life. I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. It's not always easy to start a business, and it's important to recognize that you need to hone and develop and create certain kinds of skills that are going to help you as well as help your clients and your team if you're choosing to work with a team. And making sure that you are following your heart. Today I have a very special guest, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right, and her name is Joy Cezina. And over the last 20 years, she built a distinguished career as an elite and trusted executive assistant, working alongside upper management at world-renowned companies, such as Bear Stearns, ITC Management Group, Fisher Investment, as well as Visa. She honed her organizational skills and acute attention to detail to become an industry leader. As an executive assistant, Joy was tasked with planning events for leading businesses, which transitioned seamlessly to corporate event management. Under Joy's guidance, dozens of memorable events were achieved, Always looking for a new challenge, Joy pursued her passion and launched her own event planning business. With her team, she now plans and executes a wide range of events for clients all across California. Welcome, Joy. How are you? Hi. Good morning. How are you, Dr. White? Good morning. Fine, thank you. How do I pronounce your last name? Cecina, like all C's and an A. It's a tough okay. one. <laughs> Almost no one gets it right, but <laughs> and no worries. Hey, I was close. So you a were. little bit of you're great. A little bit of background because you and I talked some time ago, and it seems that growing up, you had a knack for communicating with people, even at a young age. Tell us, tell our listeners, Joy, what that was all about and how trust developed. Well, I think to be trustworthy in any career that you're in, you've got to be able to take information that's given to you, process it, and not go blab it all over the world. So at a very young age, even on the school playground, kids would come up and say, I've got a secret to tell you. I know it's going to be safe telling it with you because I know you're not going to tell it to anybody else. And that really stuck in my mind. So I went home and talked to my parents about it, and I was like, Mom and Dad, you know, what does this really mean? 
And they said, well, you've got to be able in, in any situation in life or in business to show up and be trustworthy. And that's one of the key components of being trustworthy is being able to hold confidences and not blab everything you know to everyone, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it's so very important because people feel a need to share secrets, but oftentimes when they do, they find out that that secret wasn't kept a secret at all. And so I think it's wonderful that at a very young age you actually learned that to some extent and and brought that forward into all that you do, especially as an executive assistant, because what are some of the needs and skills that an executive assistant has that can warrant trustworthiness and staying staying close to the leadership? Well, you've got to be able, in, in, in an executive assistant role, you hear and see everything that goes on in the company. So you've got to be able to take that information. You've got to be able to process it and not share it with people that don't need to know it. So I think key rule number 101 in being a great executive assistant is being able to hold confidences and not being you know, a blabbermouth and being able to observe situations and assess them acutely and, and not uh, just being true to the person or the corporation that you work for. And you don't get to the high levels of being an executive assistant if, if you can't do that. You know, the old saying is so true, loose lips sink ships. They definitely do. I've seen it more than once or twice in my career. So you have to just be on point, on top of things, to do the role really well. I never heard that lip sync ship. <laughs> Thanks for that one. Loose lips. Now I'll never forget it. <laughs> Meaning if you, you know, if you can't hold confidences, then you're not going to swim or you're not going to you're not going to excel in life. You're going to fail by default, I guess, would be a better way of saying it. Oh, I think it's great. I, I, I love that phrase now. You know, I think not only in business but also with with friends and family, it's, it's important to have that element of trust because people not only confide in you but, but they can depend on you and it's just something that, that can help you move forward in life. So bravo that that's something that you developed so early, Joy. You decided at some point to kind of go out on your own and launch your own business, which is not always easy for anybody. Tell our listeners what were some of the challenges first, and then we'll get into some other things in terms of skills that you possess that led you forward. But what were some of the challenges? Because many people are wanting to start new careers and, and new businesses, and there may be some fear about it. So what are some of the challenges that you underwent? Well, to start with, <laughs> I started my company in, in February of 2020. So does that kind of sum it up? Um <laughs> 
I, I wor- I was working at Visa at the time and I just you know, I was doing okay, but I just didn't feel like that I was shining to the point where I could. And I felt like my light was getting, you know, dimmed more and more every day. So I took the skills that I did really well. I had just finished doing a, a conference for them, and it was a huge success. And so I had five or six clients lined up um, and two years worth of savings in the bank. And it seemed like the right thing to do. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take a skill set that I'm really, really good at and open my own event company. Well, <laughs> gave my notice, left Visa, <laughs> and then global pandemic hit. <laughs> oh, no. Like, oh, my right. word. <laughs> Who could have predicted this, right? Right. So I, I kind of, you know, was like, okay, well, I'll just figure this out as I go, kind of on the fly. And that has been, it's been challenging, um, to be perfectly honest. Things are, are, are opening up more in the Bay Area now that we have, you know, all of the restrictions and, and all of that have subsided. I, I'm hoping that it will take off. And, you know, you just, I, I, it's a lot of no's, Dr. White. I mean, it really is. You knock on doors or you, you cold, cold call people, and it's a lot of no's. So you have to develop a really thick skin to be successful in anything in life, and especially when you're doing your own business. Because I, I don't care who you are, even if you're the most dynamic person that's ever hit the face of the earth you're going to encounter no's. You're going to encounter, you know, let's do this this way, but with a little pivot toward this way. So, you know, and that's so important because, like you said, you really need to have a thick skin. And it's okay to get those no's. So, So many people, once they get a no, one no or two no's or three no's, they stop what they're doing. They decide they can't go further. And I want you to listen to Joy because one no, two no's, even several no's doesn't mean that you're a failure and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't move forward. It's really important to plow on and you're a beautiful example of that and that and that's wonderful. How did you know that was your passion? It's what I do really well. I, I liked being able to in these larger companies that I worked for I would put on an event and I would get it so specialized to where I would figure out to the people that were attending what they really, really liked. Like, for example, Dr. White, if if you liked um, Chateau Montalena 1983 (laughs) Cabernet, I would have that. I would find out ahead of time, right? I would talk to your people. I would have that in your room, in your swag bag with, you know, a couple other things you liked. If you liked... Um, gummy bears or, you know, whatever it is that really would light you up, I would make sure that I had that in your room. So, I mean, that's just one example, but I'm like, I should do this as a business. I I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'll research it. And, you know, the pandemic gave me a lot of time to do that, (laughs) to figure out how to, you know, get it exactly right. So and I you think, did it, uh, and that's and that that's a amazing credit to you. And you know, Joy, people 
are going to run into challenges. We may expect that something's going one way and then something happens, like the pandemic, and we have to be able to be prepared and to really navigate the challenges rather than giving up. And that's something that you did so beautifully. What are some of the skills that you think, because now you're running your own company, you have a team, what are some of the skills that a leader must have to be successful in your mind? Well, minds, I would say, number one, you have to have the right mindset. That is key. And number two, you have to be disciplined. I mean, every day I got up and went on LinkedIn and, and started, you know, becoming active. I knew very little about it, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn this. This will be a new skill set for me. So it was very important to do that. I think number three is learning. You know, never feel like you know everything or you cannot learn. I mean, I'm still learning new things now. And I thought I knew a lot about the business. I'm like, ooh, I didn't know that. I I think um, four would be networking and making sure you have the proper network in place and that you know people when you don't have all the answers, you can go to them and say, hey, I'm really stuck. You know, can you help me? Or if you can't help me, can you refer me to somebody that can help me? And, you know, five, and then I'll stop, I, I think, in bringing it back to encompassing it all together in one show is humility. You've got to be humble. When I have seen leaders fail, it's because they, they get too big for their britches. I mean, let me just keep it 100. When, when the leaders that I've seen fail get to start thinking they're all that and a bag of chips, too, then they start to tumble because they they don't look for the things because they think, oh, I'm, I'm invincible. I'm so smart. I'm so brilliant. I'm this, I'm that. I've watched it for in some of the people that I've worked for over the years. And so I think bringing it, again, bringing it all back home, you've got to stay humble. You know, that's a beautiful thing, and, and I think that's so important in, in business not only because of the clients that you have, but also the people that are part of your team, because you can always, I think one of the things that we're here to do is to continuously learn and grow. You and I are going to do that until we're not here anymore. And But there's nothing wrong with that. I think it just adds to your ability and and your skill set and, and also grows your confidence. Speaking of confidence, how did you grow yours? Well, that's been an area where I've struggled, and even still I struggle. Um, You know, in my post yesterday on LinkedIn, I talk about being perfectly imperfect. And I think as women, we have it a lot harder than most because society, you know, places all these standards on us of you have to be the perfect wife, you've got to be the perfect partner, you've got to be the perfect mom, you've got to be the perfect this, the perfect that. And it's just a lot of pressure, I think. So it's well, you know, uh, perception is overrated, and you and I are like-minded because I always say we're perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect because we're, we, we're always going to learn and grow and get hopefully get better and master many skills. But if all we're looking for 
rather than the humility and the communication and the connection with our team and our clients, if all we're looking for is perfection, we're really missing something. So so I think you've got it right, beautifully so. And, and I I listen to a number of different podcasts too. I, I love Mel Robbins. I think she always hits it out of the park. And she's just started a podcast, but I try to listen to people's podcasts too that I think, you know, that don't like brag on themselves, that aren't like, Oh, I'm so great and this is this and but they're like, Let me just keep it one hundred. Look yourself in the mirror every morning. Give yourself a high five. Tell yourself you're great. And that goes a long way. It all goes back to mindset. So am I the most confident person in the room? Absolutely not. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm not. But I work on it every day. And I read a lot. And I'm like, okay, this is an area where I'm deficient. So I'm going to study everything I can about it. And it's, it's an ongoing you know, it's an ongoing battle for me, quite honestly, and, and I believe in keeping things 100 because people can't, can't learn unless you, unless you keep it real because nobody's perfect. We, you know that. I know that. You know, I think it's important to recognize that you don't know everything and, and to be open, and that's a key piece that you, that you, you are beautifully so, to be open to learning and also accepting the wonderful you as well as the shortcomings that we all have and and being able to embrace that. I always say to people, because when I go on stage or do something, my hands are shaking, my voice, I'm feeling my breath, you know, whatever, all, all the nervous kinds of things. But you can use that. You can use that and turn it around, flip it, to excitement. So I always say that fear and excitement are like two sides to a coin. And you're doing that beautifully by, you know, recognizing joy that that confidence is something that you're growing and you're you're actively doing so. And the connections that you have, I've been watching you. <laughs> the connections that you have are that sounds horrible, but you know what I mean. The connections that you have seem to be incredibly genuine and loving. And how do you, how do you do that? Because again, that's part of being a great leader. But how did how did you develop that? So it seems like it's natural and it's a gift for you. Well, I've got a really good gut sixth sense on people, and the times that I failed miserably in life is when I've gone against that. So I can usually pick up on somebody's energy pretty well. And if they seem like a bad egg, then I'm like, well, I'll give them, you know, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt, right? I mean, we all have bad days. We all say things we wish we could take back. But so I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I I think if, if you observe somebody's behavior over time, which is what I try to do on LinkedIn with my connections, and if they're consistent day in and day out, or if they're, you know, if they're doing their best, I know some people have kids that are problematic or whatever, then you give them a pass, right? But I, I don't keep any of the negative Neds or Nancys around. I just don't. Life is hard enough as it is. And one of the things I do, too, is if somebody sends me a connection request, I will read what they've said on other people's posts 
And if there are men that are derogatory about women's looks or they're just not cool people for any number of reasons, then I'm like, no, I don't want you in my network. You know, I protect my network. And I, I could have probably 70 or 80,000 connections right now if that's if that was my goal. But my goal was to have when people come on my page to either learn about something that they didn't know about or to get some type of upliftment or encouragement or something like that. And so I don't have any space for people that want to be negative. I mean, they get blocked and removed immediately if I've let them in by mistake. If that, does I'm that with sense? you. Bravo. I think that's important. It really is. And speaking of importance, throughout your career, authenticity has been a key factor in, in who you are and what you do. What does that mean to you, and what does that mean in business? To me, it means showing up as your real self. And here's the good, the bad, and the ugly, but I'm going to put it out there. And, you know, if you choose to use it against me, shame on you. Because I'm being real, and I think people, I don't mean shame on you specifically, but shame on the person that, that wants to, you know, goat you into saying something and then use it against you. So it, to me, that's showing up as who you really are. To me, that's being authentic. And in business, it's putting your best foot forward. It's trying to think outside the box. And thinking, you know, is this beneficial to me or is it beneficial on a broader basis? And keeping that in mind. So I think when people do that in general, I think they have more success in life. And, you know, quite honestly, bringing it home to my faith, which, you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge believer in God. I, I think I ask God to help me too. I'm, I pray every morning and go, am I getting too out there? You know, God, please direct me or God, the universe, whatever you want to believe in. I happen to believe in God, but I I think you need some type of compass to keep you accountable and to hold yourself accountable to a higher standard, if that makes sense. You know, I think that's beautiful. And I think, Joy, that's so very important that we do hold ourselves accountable, if not us, who? And, again, that doesn't mean that you beat yourself up or berate yourself, but it means, like like you said, just being as as clear and as honest as you are and you can be with yourself and being able to grow and make changes as necessary. So I think I think honing that skill and tuning in to a higher power and and really getting information and support, I think that that's so very important. Now, your business, your is is your event planning business is in California. Do you have any plans for taking it because I'm ready for you, <laughs> but I'm in New Jersey. Do <laughs> so you have any plans of of taking that event planning further than California, or is this just where you are right now? What are your goals with that? It's where I am right now um, in the Bay Area because I know it so well. I have a lot of great quality connections here, and 
if I need something, if I need a favor from somebody, then I've got a whole network of people here that know me. I'm a, I'm a known entity. And so I thought I'd try it out here first to see how it goes, you know, possibly expanding. Um, I was talking to my girlfriend last night and she's like, you should definitely expand. I mean, get into a few more major cities. But I feel like first I need to kind of get my sea legs, if that makes sense, and figure out exactly how to do it perfectly on my own. And, again, it's not going to be perfect, right, because there's no such thing as perfection. But at least get the basics down of how to do it on my own. You know, I've done it super successfully in a number of different companies, that I've worked for, but now it's showtime for me. So it's it'll be interesting. <laughs> Next year will be interesting, Doctor White, <laughs> for sure. You know, and it looks from again from the people that you're connected with, Joy, that you're doing an incredible job, and and that's so important. What would you say to our listeners who want to start their own business? and want to kind of emerge as a new leader, what what are some of the things, some of the skill set that you think is important in, in leadership? Well, humility, being humble, number one, um, you have to have an appetite for learning. Even as much as I know about events, I still don't know everything. And I'm always reaching out to people that are in the industry and be like, and, and saying to them, I know you did this this way. That was so phenomenal. Can you help me? Just Can you shed a little light on how you did that? And if you ask questions the right way, people are more than willing to help you is what I found. So I think it's, you know, realizing that you don't know anything, no matter what business you're in or how long you've been in the business, and being open to, I think the best leaders, in, in my opinion, are open to criticism, too, and open to people saying, hey, you did this. I mean, nobody wants to hear, that was a complete failure. I can't believe you did it like that. But, you know, I've had people say to me, oh, you did this, and this was really great. But I feel like if you did it this way, it could be even better. And that's coming from a place of love to me. So I'm like, wow, well, thank you for caring enough about me to tell me that because that makes me want to be, number one, a better person, and number two, do it better the next time. So I think good leaders figure out the delivery and how to deliver something and do it with panache and polish, if that makes sense. Beautiful, yes. You know, I think it, it's so important to be able to reach out to people, like you're saying, Joy, and, and garner information and, and not feel that you know everything and be able to ask for help when you need. Not everybody feels comfortable being able to do that. But as, as you're saying and what helped you, too, and what helped me is being able to ask people and genuinely reach out when we need them and also be there for people when they need us as well, and, that, and that's very important. You said something also that's, that's wonderful. We need to be able to take criticism, but not somebody that says, oh, you, you, you are a disaster, goodbye, <laughs> but someone that's right. giving us 
like the people that you you know you've spoken to that are giving you constructive criticism that you can learn from and grow from so that you can be better and do better at what you're doing. I think that's that's so wonderful. So what else do you want to share about joy to our listeners? Because I find you a beautiful soul and a wonderful human being. Well, thank you. Likewise, ditto back to you. I, I think Thanks. for the people that are that are listening that follow me on LinkedIn, what you see is what you get. I mean, people come in my DMs and they're like, there, "There's no way you're this nice. That you're that nice. What are you really like?" And I just laugh. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm nice. Catch me on the wrong day, <laughs> you might get." Right, exactly. I'm kind, but I'm definitely not weak. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I know, and that's a beautiful combination, to be able to be kind and caring and loving, but also strong, because oftentimes people equate being compassionate and kind with being weak, but but you and I disagree because I think it enhances your your strength and being able to reach out to people in a beautiful way. Tell our listeners what's next for you and what are some of the challenges that you see moving forward in your business and what's I'm going to ask you a lot of questions so I'm, I'm I want to know more about your team too how you built your team because again a lot of people that are looking for business to start a business need a team and they need to be able to to relate to them in a certain way and help them learn and grow what's the secret to that to to building a team what I did and have done is keep names of people over the years, like in various capacities of if they worked for a hotel and they gave superb service, I would I would be like, I really want to keep in touch with you. You know, I appreciate you going out of the way to do X, Y, and Z for me, and I really want to keep in touch. Do you mind giving me your personal number or number, personal email or, or some way I can keep in touch? And most people, some people are like, well, I don't know. But most people are like, sure, yeah, you know, here's here's my number. Keep in touch. I made sure that I remembered their birthday. You know, I got to know them to the extent where I would remember that. If I was doing, if I had like a happy hour where I was inviting a bunch of people, I would make sure I included those people in that happy hour or that get-together so good people could meet other good people. And then I, when I started um, my company, I'm like, I can't do this on my own, right? I mean, there's only one of me, and I can't clone myself. So I reached out to some of these people, and I'm like, hey, here's what I'm doing. I, again, I just kept it 100. I haven't succeeded at this yet, but I feel like I, w- I will be a success because I won't take failure as an option. So I'll keep going. If you want to be a part of this, great. I'd love to have you, you know, be a part of my team. And they've almost, I would say, 75% have been like, great, you know, sign us up. You, when I was asking you, when I had an information call about event planning with you, you spent 45 minutes telling me how to do an event. And that really made an impression on me. So I think 
to answer your question, the more you can give to others, the more it comes back to you in return. People along the way that you think do it right. That, that's what I've done. Honestly, that's the secret to my success. And then cultivate those relationships and show up for them and be present. Don't do it in a fake way, right? I mean, be 100% present. And I even, some of the, the women that work for me, they're like, can you help us with this issue of, with our boyfriend? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I'm the wrong one to ask. But I, I think just showing you're a caring individual, like, well, I'm sorry he said that to you. That wasn't cool. I can imagine how that made you feel. So putting yourself in their position and, and the other person's shoes in their position, too, I think helps in developing a relationship that's not all about you. And then people want to go the extra mile for you when you do that. Am I making sense or am I just talking to you? You're making perfect sense. Yes, you are. And it is important to develop those relationships and to be there for people and to be the support person and care. I mean, I think relationships are about gen- being genuine and, and authentic and caring and, like you said, showing up. So so it's something that that you've actually demonstrated actually, since you were a little girl. Pretty amazing. <laughs> and you continue to do that up until this present day. So what's next for you? I take it one day at a time, honestly. Hey. I'm like, okay, right. I so If uh, some stranger I, or friend or whatever from New Jersey says, Joy, that's me, would you, would you help me with an event planning, whatever? Could you be able to do that for certain people even though they're not in, in your home base of California? Well, for you, I would do anything. So well, I feel the same way. <laughs> unequivocally you reach out to me i'm gonna help you go to the nth degree and i'd probably do it for free because i like you so much and you're just such a quality person i i i'm gonna i think having multiple i'm working with a friend of mine who's a coach i'm getting ready to start let's start going down that that venue but I, I think working with a coach or somebody that can make you better because nobody has all the answers. And to me, that's successful people do that. So that's another component that I think is going to help me figure out things a lot more. And, you know, I do some social media writing for a family here in San Francisco. I, I do that on the side. And, you know, they, they're like, we like you. We we want your energy in our house. I'm like, <laughs> I love it. This. I don't know if I can do it. I can try. I'll do my absolute best. But if you're not happy, you don't have to pay me. And they're like, we're never letting you leave. I just want you to know that if you ever leave San Francisco, <laughs> we are going to keep you on board. So, Bravo. <laughs> you know, <laughs> having a coach and having somebody help you, especially that can help with confidence. I Years ago, I had a coach to develop my business, and it was wonderful. It, it just gives you the extra level of support with somebody who cares but can also be objective, and that's a wonderful way to go. Tell our listeners, Joy, 
how they could get a hold of you, find out more about the beautiful being, soul, person that you are, and connect with you. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm on LinkedIn, Joyce Asina, J-O-Y-S-C-E-I-Z-I-N-A. And then my company is JoyceAsinaEvents.com. So that's J-O-Y-S-C-E-I-Z-I-N-A-E-V-E-N-T-S.com. I'm also on Instagram, but I'm not on there as much, um, and it's JoyceAsina2 on Instagram. And that's pretty much it. You know, I, I show up on LinkedIn every day, whether I want to or not, because I made a promise to myself that I was going to do it. I was going to write content, and I was going to get up every day and devote at least two to three hours into developing that community. And Quite honestly, it's been phenomenal. I would encourage everyone listening to develop their skills on LinkedIn. And if I can do it, anybody can. Well, I need a lot to learn from you regarding LinkedIn, so that, that that's beautiful. Joy, you are a blessing. What would you like to leave our listeners with before we close? Thank you. Um, I would just like to say, you know, believe in yourself. And get up every morning, look your if you're lacking confidence, look yourself in the mirror and say, You are beautiful, you are handsome, you've got this, and give yourself a high five. Because if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to? It all starts with self love. It really does. Honestly and truly. And I totally believe that and I totally believe in you. So thank you so much for Joyce Asina for being on the Power Your Life show, for the beautiful soul that you are, and for all that you do. And have a beautiful and blessed day. Thank you, Dr. White. You too. And thank you again for having me on your show. I just feel so blessed. And it's such an honor. And thank you. You're an amazing Well, you are a blessing and it's it's totally been my pleasure. So again, have a beautiful day and thanks for being here. Think about what Joyce Asina said because she had so many wonderful things to talk about in terms of firstly being real, really developing relationships, being able to take criticism, being able to to listen to other people, to to get support when you need it, and to really believe in yourself, even if you don't have all the answers. Believing in yourself and loving yourself, as Joy said, is so important. And you can do it. You need to be able to have that faith, even if your hands are shaking like mine do sometimes when I'm going on stage or whatever, or your heart is beating really quickly. You can do what you need to do, even if it's taking one step at a time to develop your skills, to feel that you're continuously growing and to power your life. One step at a time can get you to where you want to be. Thank you for joining us, and have a beautiful and wonderful blessed day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the Upbeat Show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. 
thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.